RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. batting second, batting third, playing left field, Tito Francona, doing the catching and batting cleanup, Johnny Romano, Willie Kirkland will be in right field, batting fifth, Dick Power, batting sixth, playing first base, at shortstop, batting seventh, Woody Hill, Mike Delahose will be at third base, batting eighth, and Barry Latman pitching and batting ninth. For the Yankees, leading off at second base, Bobby Richardson. Tony Kubek at shortstop, batting second. In right field, batting third, Roger Maris. Mickey Mantle batting cleanup in center field. In left field, once again, batting fifth, Johnny Blanchard. Elston Howard doing the catching, batting sixth. At first base, batting seventh, Bill Scarron. Cleet Boyer back in action again at third base, batting eighth, and Whitey Ford pitching and batting ninth. The umpires, Frank Umont calling balls and strikes, Joe Linsalata at first, Bob Stewart at second, and Charlie Berry over at third. Both pitches have completed warming up. The ground crew has finished moving down the infield. Everything's about ready to go. And just a reminder, do you have plenty of... Well, let's take a look at the standings. The magic number now for the Yankees is 11. Any combination of Yankee wins or Detroit defeats, that total 11. And the Yankees are in. New York now 10 games ahead of the Detroit Tigers. 13 ahead of Baltimore, 20 ahead of Chicago, 26 and a half ahead of the Indians, 29 and a half ahead of the Red Sox, 35 ahead of the Angels, 36 ahead of Minnesota, 44 and a half ahead of Kansas City, and 45 and a half ahead of Washington. <laughs> And the Yankees, with 97 wins to their credit right now, have already matched their total number of victories in 1960 when they won 97 and lost 57 and won the American League pennant by eight games. Wow, you can see the brand of ball the other teams are playing. So this is a good time for the Yankees to have had that hot streak. They're about ready to go, and they're trying to get somebody to lead them out, but they all go in unison this time. Jimmy Dykes is still talking with Charlie Berry, who will be umpiring at third today. But right now, our national anthem.
here now for the start of this ball game, and alongside me, the gentleman who's going to take you along the start of the game, Red Barber. Bill, will you explain something to me? Uh-huh. I understand that when Dykes told Lapman he was going to pitch the first game, yeah. and then he turned and went back in his office, uh-huh. that uh, six of the Cleveland players formed a circle around Lapman and started to sing uh, uh, All Anxiety. <laughs> uh, what's the meaning of that? Well, they figure he's going to join the club today. Or should old acquaintance be forgotten? I imagine that's what it was, because last time Lattman pitched against the Yankees, he did very well. Uh, neither Mantle nor Maris got a home run. Ball players really tease each other. Oh, they sure do. I, you know, people on the outside might think it's kind of rough to uh, tease a fellow like Lattman, who's done a good job, but uh, it's all in fun, and they're actually trying to relax him a little bit. Did the Yankees ever tease you when you were playing? Oh, my gosh, yes. Many times. I remember the first time I hit a home run, came into the dugout, there was nobody sitting on the bench but Joe McCarthy. And uh, I couldn't convince any of the other players that I had hit a home run. They said they were all inside and they didn't believe it. <laughs> well, at that, uh, I think ball players are very practical uh, psychologists. This thing of uh, a sense of humor certainly does break the tension. We have Johnny Temple to be first up. Whitey Ford going out to win number 24. Had the big day out here yesterday. He was deep to touch five. Johnny Temple. Well, a tough man to pitch to. Hitting 280. Slow curve is good for the call strike. That's uh, Umont with the duty back of the plate today. Linsalata down at first. Charlie Berry is at uh, second. Stewart is at third. There's a ball that is hit into right center field and safe for a base knock. Temple makes the turn. He's on his way to second. Here's Mantle's throw, and Temple's in there for a double. Gets the ball in the hole, right center. Indians have lost their last 16 games here at the stadium. A moment ago, I said Barry was at second and Stewart uh, at third. Just reverse that. Make that Stewart at second and Barry at third. Uh, Jimmy Pearsall is hitting for a high average, 326. Takes the curve low outside, ball one. up has doubled the start of the first game. Got a tremendous crowd here at the stadium. Full curve is grounded foul outside third base to the coacher, Luke Appling. Mel McGaha coaching over at first. Ford is starting in the first game. Daly uh, will start in the second. Lapman goes in the first game for Cleveland, and Perry will fit the second one. Now it's catching. John at first. Richardson is at second. Kubek at short. And Boyer, after they out with a bad knee, is back at third. 
Whitey deals a curveball hit down to short. Two back up, holds the runner at second, throws over to first, and Pearsall is out by a wide margin. So I have one away, and here is Tito Francona, hitting 293. Most hits on his ball club, 158. The outfield for the Yankees, uh, Blanchett is in left. Madeline Center, and Marish, who hit 56 yesterday, is in right. And uh, when you mention Marish and Madel, that's one of the reasons why you've got this big crowd. Francona cuts to the side-on curve. Strike one. Yeah, the folks are here. And this crowd today has sent the Yankees considerably ahead of their uh, season's home attendance last year. And, of course, there are the five games remaining the last week of the season. Two with Baltimore, three with Boston. Four deals, a curve low outside. Left-handed pitcher, left-hand hitter. One ball, one strike. We have a light breeze, which is uh, blowing out toward left center. Speaking of uh, Maris and Mantle, uh, counting the doubleheader today, they have 12 games remaining under the ruling by the commission to go for Babe's uh, record of 60. Ford came down with a high inside change of pace that was sinking. Francona waved at it. Strike two. The commissioner ruled some time ago, if you're not familiar, that... Ruth's record must be done in 154 games. Mark League playing 162 this year. So that was the number of games that Babe played in when he cut it. There's a ground foul outside third. Still one and two. One ball, two strikes. Taking the time from Howard, who is using a sequence pattern with a runner at second, who can see his fingers as well as the pitcher. One two delivery. Swung on, there's a fly ball and the short right. Here is Myers coming in. He's under it. He has it. Now we have two down. Ford slowed up on it. Francona um, didn't hit it squarely. He heard clunk. Now we have John Romano, the catcher. Hitting at 297. And Ford, of course, will be very careful with him. Runner at second base, two out. Romano got hit on the left foot yesterday. Uh, foul ball. We have no score. This is a big crowd, but you don't hear it in the microphone. But you wait until the Yankees come to bat in the last of the first inning and the M-Boys swing into sight. Then your ears will tell you something. Sit. Flatter. Good for a call strike. Just above the knees on the inside. Romano steps back out. I don't think he appreciated the call too much. He's listening with Umont a little bit. Not for long. He's in there again. 
Pitch is a ball. It was a curve breaking low inside. Romano started the swing and checked his swing. And as he started the swing, Yumont started with his right hand, and then that Zabata checked his swing in time. He brought the right hand down again. One ball, one strike. That's a rough job calling balls and strikes back of the plate. There's a line drive that is hit into left center for a base talk. Here's Temple around third. Lancet throwing to the plate, but not in time. Boyer tries to cut it off. The ball kicks away. Howard receives it. Romano saves it first, and it is one to nothing Cleveland. A line single and a long one to left center field. Uh, Lancet had no chance. No chance to uh, stop the run. in for the Vistas. You heard a, a bit of a mama reaction from the crowd then. One run, two hits for Cleveland, and here's Kirkland. Put a home run out here yesterday for Cleveland. Willie batting 258. That's 10 hitter. Takes a strike over the inside. Hand high. Kirkland gets his uh, forward foot his left one, just about as close to the plate as he can, and then points his, um, his forward foot to the second base. So it's a, it's a crowding uh, open stance. There's a ball bouncing away from Howard, and Romano lopes on down to second base. The pitch was low, and it caused a wild pitch on Whitey. So, he is behind the run, and now with a wild pitch, he has a runner at second base. That's the pickup uh, point at home. strike. Guys are all clear. They're just a little haze, but it's uh, basically a blue and white pattern. One-one delivery. Low outside, a curve, ball two. Howard having to go down to his left. Sound of a plane passing by. Nothing Cleveland. Here's the start of the big day. Pitch swung on a ground ball, hit foul outside first base. That's two and two. You might say in essence that Kirkland what the Indians have for Colavito. They traded Colavito for Keene, and a year later traded Keene to San Francisco for Kirkland and Antonelli. And then they sold Antonelli, who couldn't win for them. Milwaukee. 2-2 pitch. Swung on late as a foul in the lower left field stand. 2-2. Two Strike. To delivery again. High outside ball three. Whitey uh, slowed down the speed of the pitch. 
two delivery. Swung on. There is a looper in the short center field. It's dropping for a base hit. Romano is coming in with a second run. And they just throw the ball to second base. Kirkland uh, looped it for a single, and it is 2 nothing in favor of Cleveland until a wild pitch plus uh, second run as it now stands. Enable Romano to get down to second base where he could come in. Six power, hitting 263. In a severe crowd, right hand batter. Swings and hits it in the right field stand foul. We have a tremendous battery of photographers. Uh, everything that that marriage does. Will be photographed. Pitch, low inside, flatter, one and one. Ball and a strike. Whitey has been using breaking stuff. I haven't seen him throw his fastball. Kirkland off first, and Ford moves over there, and Kirkland steps back. Two-nothing, favor the Indians. Foul ball in the right field stands again. He reached for a change of speed, low outside pitch. One and two. Checks around at first pitches. Another foul results in the first base stand. He is pitching power outside, and Vic is reaching for them and following them into the right field stand. Short left has Blanchard coming on. He can't get there. And here's Kirkland coming to third base, and they stop him. And Power comes in to second with a double. It was a fly ball, not deep, that landed about 10 feet fair inside the left field line. The outfield had been pushed back toward right. And Blanchard had no chance. The ball dropped when he was still three feet, uh, three running uh, steps away. So Kirkland is held by Appling. At third. Four hits for Cleveland. Now I have Woody Held. He had a home run out here yesterday. He's batting 265. The Yankee bullpen begins scoring. A change of pace is high outside. Ball one. Got 
One ball, two strikes. First base is open. Runners at second and third. Mighty deals. Low inside. Ball two. Now, that is the hardest that he's thrown a ball. Uh, Phil Whitey seems to be struggling. I haven't seen him uh, throw hard. No, I haven't either. Maybe he was unloading all those gifts he got yesterday. Red might have tired him out. All right, two and two. The ball is hit out into center. Mantle comes on and makes a one-handed catch. It took a strong play to get out of the inning. Scott, he caught it right off the grass, coming in at top speed on the score end of half an inning. Cleveland two, and the Yankees uh, now to hit. Atlantic Imperial, the quality gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive, is now backed by the clean carburetor test. We're so sure you'll agree that Atlantic Imperial gasoline improves your car's performance, but we're inviting you to prove it without risking an extra penny. Here's how Atlantic clean carburetor test works. Use 100 gallons of Atlantic Imperial and ask for a receipt with each purchase. If you're not completely satisfied that Atlantic Imperial gives you smoother idling, less stalling, and generally improves your car's performance, just mail the receipts to Atlantic. We'll pay the difference between the cost of 100 gallons of Atlantic Imperial and regular gasoline. And that's all there is to it. You'll like the difference Atlantic Imperial makes, or we'll pay the difference. Start using Atlantic Imperial soon. Richardson uh, first up, 2 nothing Cleveland. Bobby hitting 269. Lepman uh, curves him low outside, ball one. Lepman has won 12, lost four. He has beaten the Yankees once this year. That would have to be at Cleveland. The Indians haven't won a ball game at the stadium this year, and the both of last. They've lost the uh, last 16 they've played here. Pitch is low, ball two. All right, two balls, no strikes. Lettman, strong right-hander, delivers. Good for a strike just above the knees. Romano is catching him. Power is at first base. Temple at second. Shortstop is held, and the third baseman is Mike Delahose. Low outside, ball three. Delahose playing in uh, place of Phillips, who got hit on the left hand uh, early in the um, Friday night game. And 
corner and left. Just all in center. Kirkland and right. 3-1 delivery. Low. Ball four. Bobby's on. Now Kubak steps in. Hitting at uh, 276. The birthday boy. Roger Maris. He's 27 today. Moving out now into the... Uh, on deck circle. Tony, graceful left-hand batter. Infield double play depth. Chapman uh, buzzes the inside under the hand for a call strike. Chapman first came up with a white card. There's a curveball, down to down to second. Temple up, but it goes back to second and short to get one. The throw to first, double play. Boy, that's uh, held. Was moving down that second base. He had to make it. Now, do you hear the crowd as Marius moves into batter's box? Sitting 271. It's a long foul in the upper right field stand. And of course, uh, the minute he swung and the ball took off, fans didn't wait to see. They ooed nod. He's the biggest action. Like one ball, one strike. Still well around toward right. Uh, Lapman pitches high outside, just misses ball two. Three infielders on the right side. Maris is the most pronounced uh, right field hitter, full hitter that we have in the league. Two one delivery. Swung on. There's a high foul ball into right center field. Not too deep. Preston under it. Right fielder takes. Third out. And thanks to the double play following the walk, there was nothing across last of the first inning. So the score at the end of the first is Cleveland 2 and New York nothing. Other games? The Tigers, who got out of their losing slump yesterday at Boston, failed to score their first at bat up at Boston. Single game. Mossy for Detroit and Conley for Boston. Mossy recently has uh, lost, I think out of his last five decisions, he has lost three one-to-nothing ballgames. Now that is really calculated to sweeten his spirit. Uh, Washington at Baltimore, no score in the half an inning. McLean versus Estrada. Chicago will come in later from Los Angeles. There's a doublehead of Minnesota at Kansas City, which will uh, start later. In the National League, we have Philadelphia at Chicago, Pittsburgh at Milwaukee, St. Louis at Cincinnati, Los Angeles at San Francisco, and they're all coming later. The lead in the National League is now three. 
Cincinnati winning in 12 innings yesterday and San Francisco uh, dumping the Los Angeles again. Leading the American League is 10. Now we have Mike Delahaz hitting 270. Swings it towards a uh, slow curve and fouls it. Third base coach retrieves it, throws it out. at the stadium for the Yankees until they're back uh, Tuesday night, September 26th with Baltimore. Then the following Wednesday afternoon. The Red Sox series is Friday night, September 29th. Saturday afternoon and Sunday. Four deals and pitches high outside for ball two. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Ground foul outside of third. Ball bounced up into the sand. Quite a scramble. Two and two. That's the count. This is the start of inning two. First to two. And Cleveland leads two. Nothing. Whitey delivers and has the ball hit out to right center. Mallow going over. He's there. Got it. Pitcher Lapman uh, is getting ready now to come out of the dugout. The White Sox traded him to Cleveland, you recall, for Herb Score. Score is out in the Coast League, San Diego, trying to regain his some measure of control. Never been able to get straightened out since he was struck by Mike Dizzle's line drive. Blackman has four hits for 49 at bat. Right hand hitter. Ford's uh, slow curve picked up the outside. Four call strike. Left hand that works. Curveball is in there again. Strike two. Right over. Cut the heart of it. Pitch is there's a fastball on the outside. Ball one. Standing out in the sun. Despise a great deal. Loses considerable weight when he pitches. There is a foul tip. He was uh, swinging on a sinker. And uh, Lapman was sort of twisting his uh, right arm as though he, he pulled something back behind the, the uh, shoulder blade. Now he moves in. Okay, still one and two. Ford works. Strike three called. He got the flatter on the outside. Rotman walks away. The Whitey's first strike out today.
Sargent and Pasquale at 185 each. Temple has started the game with a double. Takes a quick curve in for a call strike. John hitting 282. A full change of pace, and he checks his swing. One ball, one strike. he throws that uh, full change, the ball uh, drastically drops. It uh, reacts, here's to be a screwball. There's a curve inside ball, too. So Whitey says, no, it is not a screwball. He said, because I do not give my uh, hand the reverse twist. It may look like it, he says, but it's not. Two-one pitch. Swung on, line foul outside uh, left field. Two and two. strikeouts, 186 for the season. And the score at the end of an inning and a half, first game, Cleveland to New York Nothing. Today, more and more motorists are enjoying better engine performance thanks to Atlantic Imperial gasoline. But now, you can try Atlantic Imperial in your own car without risking an extra penny. How? With Atlantic's 100-gallon clean carburetor test. Every time you buy Atlantic Imperial, get a receipt from your dealer. Then after 100 gallons, if you're not satisfied with generally better engine performance, return those receipts to Atlantic. They'll send you the difference in cost between 100 gallons of Atlantic Imperial and regular gasoline. No questions asked. Start using Atlantic Imperial today. Stepped in, crowd just let out a roar. He made his way to the plate against right-hander Lapman. Cleveland, Mickey, of course, switches batting left-handed. Mantle hitting 324. Swings and fouls it back. With a sharp curve, he broke right down in there. Two nothing in favor of the Indians. Ollie Moses coaching in first. Frank Zetti at third to New York. Fastball is high outside. One and one. 
do not overshift his jacket into right on uh, Mickey as they do on uh, Roger. Curve is outside, ball two. Twin White. Lapman with the winningest percentage of any of the Cleveland pitchers. Twelve and four. And Mallow swings it the long drive to left center. There's Santona going back. It's over the cross. There's Nicky around first coming into second base. He's on his way to third. And Mallow throws the ball in, and Mallow flies ahead of it for a triple. And uh, third baseman Della Hawes jumps up and puts up the bird. The panel was not touching the bag. Now there's Dyke uh, running down to third base, the Cleveland manager. Just a split second ahead of the throw from the strong arm trucks upheld. And then uh, Della Hall claimed, and then Dyke went down to back him up. But uh, Mantle in his slide didn't quite get third base. But Charlie Barry, who was right in position to see it, says yes, he did. So it is a triple for Mantle deep in the left center off Francona's glove. He went back as far as he could. Yankee hit. The left is six triple, and here is John Blanchard hitting at 311. We have nobody out. Last the second inning. That's your court right on Blanchard. Swings at the ball. Swinging, hits the ball to the right center field. And two for a base hit. 
hits the wall on the first bounce. The moose comes in the second base with a double. Boy, they didn't leave their bats in the clubhouse. Bill Kane to do a little uh, little uh, arithmetical uh, formula. If you want it, high, ball three. Uh, he's going to figure out for the um, ratio of Blanchett's home runs for times at bat contrasted with uh, Madeline Maris. So here's Blanchett with 20. Tell you this right now, if you want to do it. Let's see. He's got a sister Whitey 3 1. He does. Gets it over for the strike. Mantle has been up 479 times and has 52 home runs. Uh, Maris has been up 400 and, uh, 521 times and has 56. These, these are official at bat. Whitey swings, hits the ball through the middle. Base hit, John is going around third, and scores, and the Yankees go ahead 3-2, and Whitey puts himself one up. Now, uh, Blanchett has been up officially 197 times, and has 20. Well, so Whitey Ford 
puts himself ahead three to two with a single through the middle, his 17th hit. He's an excellent hitting pitcher. And for Whitey, that's his ninth run by the day. Now we've got uh, Richardson up there. Walked in the first inning. Swings and hits the pitcher. And the ball turns out into left field. Fourth stop to second base. Richardson's line drives. Struck Lapman uh, on the right side of his body. It caught him in the midst of his follow throw. He couldn't move his hand. It hit him, I think, right around the ribs. But it happened so fast, it could have, it, it could have hit him in the stomach. Now there's the, uh, the trainer running out, starts to run out, and then the pitcher says, no. Now he's going, he's going out. Dice told him to go out there and see where that ball hit Lefman. And it, uh, it ricocheted through the hole between third and short into left field. Now the trainer talking to the pitcher. He actually hit him. So the Yankees have come up now with um, five base hits here in the last the second. Cresetti reminding Ford on his second two-man route. Here's Kubek at the plate. Swings and hits the ball down the right field line. It is ground move double. It bounces in. Ford scores. Richardson is held at third. And Dykes is on his way out to the mound. Norris will hit next. The ninth man in the inning. Where's number nine? Double for Tony. Gives him 43 runs by the The Yankees uh, four and the Indians two. Cleveland got out in front two nothing, and then the Yankees on that second opportunity. Uh, started backing Latman. a funny situation. There's a new pitcher coming in for Cleveland. When a manager goes out to remove the pitcher, you know he's going to do it when he says, give me the ball. And the manager takes the ball away from the pitcher, that's it. Dykes goes out there, but the ball that Kubek hit bounced in the right field stands, and you know these spectators don't throw him back. So all of a sudden, Dykes uh, wants the ball symbol of his change, and also he wants to hand the ball to the new pitcher, and he has to come down to the plate up out again. This is Bobby Locke walking in. He's relieved previously in this series. The Lettman running. Uh, Locke has gotten the ball from Dyke. Batman has uh, walked away. It is four to two, favor the Yankees. Runners are at second and third. Two men are out. The inning has lasted uh, 12 minutes. Because I know we started uh, right at 2.30. Mantle stepped in. And I thought, well, I'll wait and make the station break. End of the second inning. Be all right. Haven't got to the end of the second inning yet. 
on his birthday, his 27th. In the first inning, he hit a, a routine fly ball to the right fielder. Now, Bill Kane worked out these figures. Mantle, this year, is hitting a home run every nine official at-bats. Marriage is hitting a home run every nine and three-tenths official at-bats. And Blanchard is hitting a home run every nine and eight-tenths official at-bats. So, uh, I would say generally they're about hitting in the same tempo. When you get into that um, back of that uh, decimal point, it doesn't mean very much. you wonder about the discrepancy of the at-bats between uh, Mantle and Maris, it tells you that Maris gets more balls to swing at because uh, they walk Mantle. Well, here's Maris up there. The photographers has zeroed in on him. Are directed toward him here at the stadium, and there are a lot of eyes out here, too, boy. 4 2, favor the Yankees. There's a curve in for a call strike. Bobby Locke is the right hander. Mantle has drawn 116 walks this year, Maris 82. Swinging and fouls it back. Well, let's see. We haven't added in his base hit here in the second, so he's um, he's one or two points better. He's a 325 or 326. All right, two and two. 
delivers way outside, ball three. Voting on the scoreboard says, welcome Amityville, New York State, Sonny Mike Camp. Six-two, favor the Yankees. This uh, second inning uh, upsurge as ball four, Matt O'Rourke. Second base is Now we have Blanchard, who followed uh, Matt triple for the home run in the second inning, which tied it. Blanchard getting a hand. Boy, that's a one... Think about that punch right through there. Maris, Mantle, Blanchard, Howard. How would you like to pitch to that quartet? Blanchard, left-hand hitter. Pitch way high and outside. Ball one. Block wants another baseball. Played umpire, you want accommodation. Nothing in the rule that says Numpa has got to give a pitcher another ball, and uh, there's nothing in the rule that says he hasn't got to. The umpire says it's just a matter of keeping peace in the family. Low. Ball two. In other words, as long as the uh, request for another ball is uh, kept within reasonable limits, the umpire is honoring. But, of course, they have the authority because they're running the ball game. If they thought that, a, you know, let's say a pitcher, for example, rejected a half a dozen or something, just being silly, they, they can make him pitch with one. Two-nothing delivery is high outside ball three. That's the same thing. Uh, if a batter has to have a ball examined, the umpires will, will honor it if, uh, if it's reasonable. But um, I remember out right here, the last time the Yankees were home, Charlie Burris back at the plate, and Irish wanted the ball examined. And Burris says, no, I just examined it. It's all right. Then Maris hit it for a home run. Blanchard swings, Maris a fly ball to straightaway center with Pierce all weight, makes the catch. So, 11 men batted, and six of them scored, and there was seven hits. Two men were left. So, at the end of two innings of the first game, it is 6-7-0 for the Yankees, 2-4-0 for the Indians. I hope you'll use Atlantic Imperial in your car. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. when the Yankees are next home the last week of the season. Uh, Tuesday night, um, the 26th, with Baltimore on the next afternoon. Friday night, uh, the 29th, with the Red Sox in the next two afternoons. The Red Sox at the end of two innings are leading the Tigers six to nothing. Yasemski has uh, hit a home run. 
At the end of two and a half innings, it is Baltimore one, Washington nothing. The Baltimore run, a home run by Brant. Other games in the league will be coming in later. Uh, the National League is going now. Uh, Philadelphia leads at Chicago one nothing at the end of the first inning on Callison's uh, home run for the Phillies. Our old friend Tom Sediment is starting for Pittsburgh and Milwaukee against Warren Spahn. Sediment has won five and lost one since uh, coming up with the Pirates. Spahn is going for win uh, number 307. Well, he's amazing, isn't he? The Cardinals have uh, had their first set bat at Cincinnati and got a run out of it. Kadecki against Perky. Los Angeles coming in later from San Francisco. Well, Jim Pearsall, who was thrown out by shortstop Kubek, is first up in the third. Ford out there now with a four-run ball, 6-2 game. A third is hit inside third down the left field corner for a base shot. Pearsall's around first. He's on his way to second. Here comes the throw, and Pearsall is... making a remonstrance with Bob Stewart. It is a double for Pearsall. Richardson was standing garlicly at second base as though there wouldn't be any throw. And then uh, suddenly when he got the throw, he snapped it. So Pearsall gets the double. Double to left. Took number five off Whitey. And here is Francona. Tito hitting 292. Takes a for a call strike. Above the knees on the outside. This all averages 150th hit this year. He's having quite a season. That's just what right on Tito, who crouches very much. Swings, hits the ball in the right field on the line. Base hit. Mara takes on the first skip, and uh, Pearsall is held at third base for two reasons. One, when you're behind four runs, you can't uh, be risky running. And two, Maris is on. So we have runners at first and third. This is uh, six hits off Whitey. Cleveland is taking uh, more liberties with a little left-hander than uh, he usually permits. The Yankees have the bullpen up again. They had uh, Coach and Semenger going down there in the first inning. There's John Romano, who singled in the first inning and knocked in a run. It's the third low inside, ball one. As a curve hits foul between the coacher and third base itself. One and one. That's the count. Runners at first and third. Nobody out here in the third. Cleveland uh, roughed up Whitey for two runs and four hits in the first inning. He got the start out in order in the second, but now the first two men up have uh, hit him here in the third. Pitches. 
As they took a ball up toward third base, he, and he goes foul. Chisholm was not going to try and score. One ball, two strikes. Romano, who had crossed first, he couldn't uh, wait there to see whether the ball would be fair or foul. He had to run. He's walking back. Counting the stitches. Stitches low outside. Ball two. Two and two. Round it foul, back to third. Why are you taking more time today than uh, customary for him? But now that he's got this big lead, he would like the best in the world to at least get five innings in and have some of the lead left. Under the uh, existing rules, a starting pitcher cannot be credited with a win unless he uh, pitches five innings. Delivers and has the ball that is hit out into short left center field and is dropping for a base hit between Kubek and Mantle. This ball is home to make it now 6-3. Uh, Francona stops at second and here comes Howe going out to the mound. Out of his bullpen. He is talking to Whitey. Uh, so far, hasn't uh, made any uh, motion. There's, there is one thing about Whitey Ford. He is completely candid and forthrightly honest. For example, if a manager comes out and says, How do you feel? Ford will tell it. Exactly, because I've heard Whitey say many times that the responsibility to the team is so important that it is up to you to tell the manager always exactly how you feel and then let him make the decision. Uh, and how points to the bullpen. So this will be all for Whitey, and he can uh, not be a pitcher of record. He can either win or lose. I think it was apparent from the very start of the ball game, the very first hitter, that his stuff was simply not alive. So that's uh, three runs and seven hits off Whitey. He's responsible for these two runners. Romano has batted in uh, two runs today. Gives him a total of 74. 
Jim Coach now being announced. And he's walking across right field. This is Coach's ball game to win or lose. He is 10 and 5. This is his uh, 38th ball game, and he has been a two way pitcher this year, both starting and uh, out of the pen. Ford gets a hand as he walks off. So yesterday was Ford Day, and today isn't. Yankees. Of course, this Cleveland cloud is just so um, hot back of the neck you could buy an egg. They've lost uh, 16 straight games to the Yankees here at the stadium, and uh, if you don't think that's not putting the ball under the saddle blanket, you got another thought coming. Now, Hawk is going back into the dugout. Coach is checking his battery signs with Howard, and speaking of checking, we will pause for station identification. Sound Broadcasting for 1961. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, Albany, New York. WOKO time, two minutes before 3 p.m. Uh, Whitey Ford has uh, done absolutely yeoman service this year. He has been a laboring man, and by pitching every fourth day, and uh, with remarkable success, and with strong assists when necessary from Arroyo. Uh, it has made possible the, the rebuilding of a pitching staff. For example, at spring training camp, uh, you certainly counted on Curley, counted on Dipmar. So suddenly, uh, they said, they were ineffective. Something had to be done, and had to be done in the course of the season. The great uh, test of uh, managing for how. But now that Ford has done so much work, uh, I would say that the number one consideration about him from now on is to uh, get him tuned up for the World Series. Jim Coach is ready to go ahead with Willie Kirkland, who singled in the first inning and knocked in a run. The Yankees hitting 6-3, runners at first and second. We have nobody out. A curve is inside, too close to the belt. Ball one. There's a sharp curve. There's a flatter going on and missed down across the chin. Coach uh, went the uh, route against Washington five days ago. Gave them one run, four hits. One in tenth game then. There's a curve that is fouled up. Howard is getting under it. Two-thirds of the way back to the stands and has it for the first time. So, one down. 
Chacha. And the hitter now is Powell. Pick, and that's to the crowd. With the outfield laid back in the right, he dropped a double inside the um, left field line. First inning. Hitting 265. 6-3, New York. Yankees had a six-run explosion in the second. Fastball swung on late, fouled off. I'll say this, the coach is the very antithesis of uh, Ford as far as pitching equipment goes. Whitey uh, Saki's left-hander, who was using breaking stuff today, not going hard. And coach a tall, lean, uh, hungry-faced right-hander who throws hard.
Single to left center. Now, this gets relief pitcher locked as the hitter, and it is locked ball game to win or lose. game is pitched back and forth. First it was 2-0 Cleveland, then it was 6-2 New York, and by the time that uh, Locke came in, uh, it looked as though he would just be sort of the expendable long man out of the bullpen, and now all of a sudden, here we go, head to head. Six and six. This is the eighth man to bat for Cleveland here in the third inning. Well, he took the coach Takes the sign from Howard. Delahoe's leads off first. Lock a right-hand hitter. Swings at a curve, hits it to short. Kubek runs over, steps on second for the unassisted fourth, and that is the third out. But before that happened, four runs. Five hits. And the score at the end of two and a half innings is Cleveland six and New York six. Does your car perform as if it were several years older than it really is? Well, even a new car can't give you a smooth, even ride with a dirty carburetor. That's where Atlantic Imperial gasoline comes in. It cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. And this is very important. You see, under ordinary driving conditions, harmful deposits can form around the lower carburetor walls. In time, these deposits can affect the action of the throttle plate, cause rough idling, frequent stalling, and gasoline waste. But not when you use Atlantic Imperial. It washes these deposits harmlessly away and with continued use keeps the new deposits from forming. I hope you'll use Atlantic Imperial in your car. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and then keeps it clean. third inning. Howard first up, then Scowan, then Boyer. Bobby Locke will replace Latman. He's now the pitcher of record. A 6-6 ball game. The two starters are off the hook. As the ground ball hit up to a third, Delahoe's grabs it, puts it into first base. Plenty of time, and Howard is out. Now we have Scowan. The moose lifts a double to right center in the second inning. Hitting 273. Lock field. Fastball low inside. Ball one. Bobby Lock from Grindstone, Pennsylvania. It always strikes me as an interesting name for a town. Back into the chest protector, straight on by Umar, one and one. Bowden on the scoreboard. First quarter score. Baltimore, Colts, 28, New York Giants, 13. One one pitch. There's the ball bounced high. The pitcher has to wait for it to come down. He grabs it, throws the first and scowling is out. Uh, power 
using that uh, one hand all the time down at first. I have three to four you, all for one. Ball game hanging, six and six. Each team taking turns beating on the other. season is uh, opening early and earlier. There's a fastball going on in this right there. One thing that that's done is it has uh, it has divided up uh, sports announcers. Used to be that you did baseball and then uh, did football. Maybe you'd have uh, an overlap of one day as a ground foul. Most two, which you could work out. But now it's um, getting the specialization even uh, more keenly noted. Now, a baseball announcer can't get away to do football and vice versa. Got two sets of outside. Two strike pitch, fastball high inside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Correction that has come in on the printer about the uh, big ball game at Cincinnati. The Cardinals uh, were first uh, uh, credited with a run. The correction is they didn't get it, and Cincinnati has got a run at the end of two innings and leading one nothing. There's a high foul back out of play. One ball, two strikes. So it is uh, first place Cincinnati one, and St. Louis nothing at the end of two. Pittsburgh is eating Milwaukee 3-0. Those runs belong to our old friend Tom Sediment. One-two pitch. Curve fouled off in the upper left field stand. In the three innings, the uh, Red Sox, who have closed the season here the last three days, are leading Detroit 6 to nothing. In the four, Baltimore is leading Washington 2-0. Baltimore is driving to uh, take second place away from the Tigers. I mean driving.
Dumont, with all these foul balls, is uh, having to... Uh... Wait a minute. No, 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 no. What is it? I thought he was going to throw some more baseballs. He's calling for the trainer. Uh, Jeff Mouse come up there and see Boyer's left hand. Apparently, uh, maybe he's pulled a blister. Batters uh, do that uh, sometimes, batting. Putting, uh, he's putting a piece of uh, piece of tape on the left hand. Let me see now. I think it's the index finger. Now Romano moves between us. That, now he moves away. Thank you, John. Now let's see, Peter. Let's hold your hand out where we can see where, where that uh, bandage went. this year, but I asked him to do something just now, and he flatly refused, and I wonder if you would do it. What's that? I wanted us, uh, to go down and ask uh, Hulk what happened to that 6-2 lead. <laughs> I'm like Bill Kane. I'm not going to do it. Well, he said, I doubt if I'd get back there. If I did, you couldn't use his answer. <laughs> Outro. And Red must be just about talked out. 12 runs and 16 hits in three innings. Man, this looks like one of those days. Have a little candlelight dinner tonight about 12.30. Figure we'll have a long day at the ballpark. On the scoreboard in the American League, it's Red Sox 6, Detroit nothing at the end of 3. Coplett replaced Marcy in the third, Conley for the Red Sox. Billy Bruton is just home in the fourth. That makes it 6-1. Yastrzemski home in the second with one on for the Red Sox. Baltimore 2, Washington nothing at the end of three and a half. McLean against Estrada. Jackie Brandt and Brooks Robinson have home in. Chicago at L.A. has not started. Minnesota at Kansas City hasn't started. National League, Phillies 1, Cubs nothing at the end of two. Roberts against Cardwell. Tallison home in. Pittsburgh 3, Milwaukee nothing at the end of an inning and a half. Sturdivant against Spahn. Cincinnati 1, Cardinals nothing at the end of two and a half. Sadecki against Turkey. Los Angeles and San Francisco not underway. Johnny Temple up for his third time in the ballgame here in the top of the fourth. He doubled and scored in the first, struck out in the second. Jim Coates replaced Whitey Ford, fires a fastball right in there, strike call. On deck, Jimmy Pearsall. Fouled and going out of play down the right field line. Nothing in two. Man, look at that first quarter score. Baltimore Colts 28, New York Giants 13. They're playing up in the Yale Bowl. That's equivalent to this score here in the third inning of 6-6. A lot of scoring. 
Nothing in two on Temple. Wind up by Coates. Fastball high inside, ball one. Got a real good crowd here today. Never really expected this much, but the fans so interested in the Mantle Maris race for home run on it that they're coming out. Curve misses outside, two and two. for the 2-2 delivery. There it is, and it's a foul back in the upper deck out of play. Out holes at 2-2. Two and two. Nobody out, nobody on. Top of the fourth. And the 2-2 delivers. Curve is high, ball three, three and two. Temple batting 281. He's been having a pretty good series against the Yankees. Now the payoff set. Inside, ball four. That's the first walk given up by Yankee pitchers in the ballgame. Whitey Ford, who went two innings, didn't walk anybody. Brings up Jimmy Pearsall, bounces short, double to left field, and scores. Jimmy hit one right inside third base, and Blanchard played it perfectly off the wall, made a good throw to second. And there was a little dispute on the call at second base. It was close, but Pearsall just beat the tag. Pitch to Jimmy. Pitch out outside, ball one. Elston Howard figured that Pearsall and Temple might have the hit and run on. On deck, Tito Francona. Temple leading away. Fast ball over, strike called one on one. Boyer is playing way in at third. Scarron holding first against Temple. Time is called by Johnny Temple at first base. Wanted Pearsall to step out of the batter's box. They rechecked the signals with third base coach Luke Appling. Everybody ready to go. Al Renniff is up in the Yankee bullpen. Quick throw to first, Temple back. Here's the stretch. 
Curve hit on the ground at second base. Richardson to Kubek for one. Back to first. Double play. They got him. The Yankees' 162nd double play of the year. Boy, Richardson made a pretty play on that ball. As he caught it, he had to flip it backhanded and sort of underhanded to Kubek. Couldn't get too much on it, but Tony came across the bag and fired the first, and this pierced off. So it's two out, and here's Francona. Fly to right, single to right. Tito scored once. Last year, the Yankees had only 160 double plays all year. First pitch to Francona is ball one, rolls back to the screen. And already this year, the Yankees have 162. Nobody on. Lined up by Coach. Fastball line down the left field line. That's in there for extra bases. Rolling down in the corner. Blanchard picks it up, and Francona is in with a stand-up double. So again, the big double play that the Yankee infield came up with keeps the run from scoring. That is the 10th hit for the Indians off Yankee pitching, and it brings up Johnny Romano, who has two of those 10 hits. He scored twice and driven in two runs. Lined a single to left, dropped a single in short center field. Romano now over the 300 mark again, batting 301. Francona's second. Scored side 6-6. The curve is low and away. Ball one. On deck, Willie Kirkland. Fastball high and inside. Ball two. Two nothing. All right, here's a stretch by Coach. Fastball foul. Right over our heads. A little too high, though. Two balls, one strike. Two out. Francona leads off second base. set. Fastball high, ball three, three and one.
coach ready again. 3-1 pitch is a ground foul outside of third. Full count on Romano. Starting pitches were knocked out in a hurry. Barry Latman, who started, went an inning and two-thirds, and Whitey went two full innings. Looks like a hitter's day here today at the stadium. Ready now for the payoff pitch. There it is. It's a curve popped in the air foul. Garland chasing it near the stands, but he can't get it. It goes back about five or six rows. Count holds at three and two. again. The run is going. The ball is fouled again over our heads. And Frank LaFroja gets one of the easiest foul balls I've ever seen. It bounced off a few hands, rolled down off the top, took one little bounce, and Frank just picked it up. Still three and two. Here's a stretch by Coach. Curve swung at a missed strike three. for the Indians in the top of the fourth. No runs, one hit. No Yankee errors. One man left at the end of three and a half. Cleveland six and the Yankees six. Hey, that new power mower sure looks easy to operate, George. Yeah. Wish our car performed half as well. Uh, what's the trouble? Oh, idols like a vibrating machine all over the place. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Your car the same way? Uh, it used to be. Turned out the carburetor was full of dirt. Oh? What did you do? Cleaned it, of course. Hey, that must have been a big job. Uh-huh, nothing to it. I just started using Atlantic Imperial gasoline. What's that got to do with it? Hey, where have you been? I thought everybody knew by now that Atlantic Imperial gasoline cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Atlantic Imperial... And it worked for you? It worked for me. Boy, I'll have to start using Atlantic Imperial gasoline right away. Meanwhile, back to the grass. <laughs> That's one problem Atlantic Imperial can't solve. Right now, let's pause for station identification. This 
1460 on the radio dial. You're in tune with Quality Modern, W-O-K-O, Albany, New York. Good sound broadcasting for 1961. W-O-K-O time, 27 minutes past 3 p.m. That, by the way, single to center field to drive in a run. Coates is one for 34, batting 029. Takes the fastball right down the middle. Strike one call. Bobby Locke on the mound. Pitches of record right now are Bobby Locke for the Indians and Jim Coates for the Yankees. There's a swing and a miss that occurs. Strike two. One year, Coates had a great year at the plate for the Yankees. He hit nothing but line drives. Strike three called. Jim stepped back and the ball broke over. That's one out. Here's Bobby Richardson who walked and singled off Barry Latman. The ball was hit so hard off Latman that it kicked between short and third out to left field. Don't know whether Barry was injured on that play or not, but after the next man double, he was taken out of the ball game. Pitch to Richardson, taken for a strike. Tony Kubek on deck. One strike fastball inside, one on one. Cleveland scored two in the first. The Yankees scored six in the bottom of the second. And the Indians came back with four in the top of the third. And that's the way it stands now, 6-6. Six, six. to right center field, way back there, and that ball is one hop against the right center field wall. Richardson around first, digging for second, and holds up. And that's a lot of power for little Bobby Richardson in the opposite field. A ball hit just about 400 feet, one hop against the right center field bleacher wall. One of the longest doubles that Richardson has ever hit, that's for sure. That's the second hit off lock, the Yankees' eighth hit of the ball game, and for Richardson, his 16th double of the year. Brings up Tony Kubek. Speaking of doubles, Tony has 37, leading both major leagues in that department. He doubled in the second inning after hitting into a double play in the first inning. Tony has driven in one run, batting 279. Richardson is second with one out. Stretch to pitch to Kubek is bunted foul in back of the place. Tony's trying to drag one with the right side of the infield playing back. Richardson hit that ball the way he did in last year's World Series. On deck, Roger Maris. down by Romano. Bobby holds his second base. In last year's World Series, Richardson had 11 base hits, two doubles, two triples, one homer, and 12 runs batted in. 
He broke records that have been held by sluggers like Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Yogi Berra, Joe DiMaggio. Fantastic series. All right, ready for the 1-1 pitch. A foul out of play in the upper deck and back of third. One ball, two strikes. Tony sits down at the 2-2 count. One out, Richardson leading off second. Lock ready for his 2-2 delivery. A fly ball to left field. Tito Francona right there and takes it for the second out. At the last second, Tito had a little trouble with that ball, but he caught it. Here's Roger Maris. Roger flied to right field in the first inning, singled between short and third in the second inning to drive in two runs, giving him a total of 132 RBIs. Batting 272. 56 homers. On deck, Mickey Mantle. Stretched by lock. Pitch outside, ball one. When Roger gets a base hit to left field, it's uh, almost as exciting to see him hit a home run. Very seldom does he hit a ball to the left of second base. Nothing pitch outside again. Ball two, two and nothing. Richardson at second now has 160 base hits on the year. That's the eye for Yankee hitters. for the 2 nothing pitch. Fastball hit deep to right. And curving ball. Holy cow, he missed a home run by inches. Roger Marisic, a ball that just missed hitting the foul pole for number 57. Roger never left the batter's box trying to use a little body English. And what a line drive he hit. was close. Two balls, one strike. The stretch. Curve is a check swing fly ball down the left field line and going into the stands out of play. Della Hose chased it way back. Couldn't catch up to it. Roger was trying to hold up on that swing. 
Johnny Temple runs in from second base to talk with Locke. Ball went out like a bullet. Didn't have too much chance to curve. It was just pulled a little bit too much. Two balls, two strikes, two out. The score tied 6-6. This is the bottom of the fourth inning. Two-two delivery. High and away, ball three. Now the payoff pitch to Maris. There it is, and it's a curved foul in back of the plate. Curved in three and two. Pitching Marison Metal that the pitchers are not trying to let these two hitters break the record. They hit a home run, they earn it. Jim will have the 3 2 pitch. Curve, he checked his swing, it's low inside, ball four. Romano started to walk off the field. bring up Mickey Metal, who tripled and scored in the second inning, walked also in the second inning as he came to bat twice in one inning. Mickey batting 326. Maris at first, Richardson at second. That was Maris's 83rd walk of the year. Mantle, a curve over strike call. Mantle has 117 base on balls. On deck, Johnny Blanchard. Pitch to Mickey, a ground ball a second. Temple up with it. Throws to Vic Power for the out. For the Yankees in the bottom of the fourth, no runs on one hit. No Indian errors, two men left. At the end of four full innings, it's Cleveland six and the Yankees six. And right now I'd like to mention... Again on the scoreboard, it's the Red Sox seven, Detroit two at the end of four and a half. Bruton and Yastrzemski of Homer. Baltimore three, Washington nothing at the end of five. Brant and Brooks Robinson of Homer. Chicago at L.A. And Minnesota, Kansas City have not started. In the National League, it's the Phillies one, the Cubs nothing at the end of three and a half. Callis and Homer. Pittsburgh three, Milwaukee nothing at the end of two and a half. Cincinnati won, Cardinals nothing at the end of four and a half, and Los Angeles at San Francisco not on the way.
Willie Kirkland will lead off. Kirkland single the center to drive in a run in the first inning and fouled out to the catcher. Backhands it, flips underhand a coach covering in time to get Kirkland. For a big fella, that Kirkland can go down the line. And that'll bring up Vic Power, who doubled the left field and then hit a three run homer to the opposite field in the third inning. It was only Vic's fifth homer of the year. Giving him a total of 61 RBIs now. Setting 267. Pitch low and away. Ball one. Well, today is Roger Maris's 27th birthday. Happy birthday, Roger. Pitch to Vic Power, foul back of the plate. One on one. Man, what a career he's got ahead of him. Just 27 years old. Jim Coach trying to say that Coach threw at him intentionally. And Vic Powell was just nicked with that ball on the hand. He's throwing the bat back, walking towards the mound and pointing his finger at Coach and saying something as he goes to first base. And Jimmy Dykes now wants to talk with Frank Umont. was off Jim Coates that Vic Power hit the three-run homer and Coach low-bridged him. Dyke now talking to Umont. You know, if it is determined that a pitcher threw intentionally at a hitter, he can be given a stiff fine and suspended. And Vic Power is not too happy at first base made no bones about it. Here's Woody Held, who lined to center field, Mantle making a fine running catch, and then popped the third. One away. Score tied 6-6. Six, six. 
Pitch to Held. High ball one.
to second base and Powers safe. And Powers did not slide back in a second and Bobby Richardson argues very briefly with second base umpire Bob Stewart. Vic Powell was almost picked off second. He did not slide back into the bag. And that would have made Coach very happy. Vic's taking a big lead down there. Here's the one nothing pitch. A ground ball to third. Boya steps on third. Goes to first. Double play. In the top of the fifth, no runs, no hits, no Yankee errors, one man left. At the end of four and a half, it's Cleveland six and the Yankees six.
Curve way outside. Two and two. Two pitch outside, ball three. Three and two. Full count on Johnny Blanchard. Lock completely soaked through his uniform with perspiration. Now the payoff pitch to Blanchard. A foul coming near the Indian dugout. Romano chasing it, but he can't get it. Bounces on top of the dugout and then way back in the seat. Out holds at three and two. again for the 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three, and Johnny went after a bad pitch. He knew it. Tried to hold the bat back, but couldn't do it. Strikeout number three for Locke. That'll bring up Elston Howard. Howard struck out in the second inning, bounced to third in the third inning. Kelly now batting 360. And Locke now wants a towel from the Indian dugout. Fans are getting on somebody out there. Waving handkerchiefs. Nobody on. Howard takes the fastball low. Ball one. Another fastball outside this time. Ball two. Two or nothing. Now leading the Cardinals 2-0 at the end of 5. And the Red Sox leading Detroit 8-2 at the end of 5. Los Angeles and San Francisco just getting underway. All right, here's a 2-0 pitch. It's a swing and a miss, strike 1, 2-1.
deck, Bill Scarlett. Fastball hit over the pitcher's head and back a second. Held up with it. Throws to first in time to get Howard. Nice play by Woody Held. Had to throw that ball off balance. Two away, and here's the Moose, who double a deep right center field in the second inning. Hit back to the box in the third. Garner has scored once. Two out in the 6-6 ball game. Last of the fifth. to the moose. Curve that's low. Ball one. Change up curve hit. Backhanded by the third baseman. A long throw. In time for the out. Mike Delahose pulled a cleat boyer as he slid on his knees and backhanded Scar and smashed over the bag and threw a strike to first base. So the Yankees go down in order in the bottom of the fifth, nothing across. At the end of five full innings, it's Cleveland six and the Yankees six. And right now, some important news for all bowling fans in the area. From September 9th through the 17th, the Long Island Fair will have a new special feature this year. Valentine, along with AMF and the Long Island Daily Press, will sponsor the Long Island Pro-Am Bowler Fair. Here are the nation's top professional bowlers from the famous Valentine Bowling Classic. Fellows like Wrongfoot, Lou Campy, Lindy Farragalli, and other well-known pro bowlers will bowl against 100 amateurs picked at random. Now, the amateurs will get 100% handicap from the pros. These fellows can really bowl, and it's a great chance to study their techniques. On top of that, it's a lot of fun. So be sure to attend the Long Island Fair at the Roosevelt Raceway and Exhibition Center in Westbury, Long Island. Don't miss the Valentine Bowling Classic Bowlers in action. Right now, let's pause for station identification. Fourteen sixty on the radio dial. You're in tune with Quality Modern WOKO in Albany, New York. Good sound broadcasting for 1961 WOKO time. Five minutes before 4 p.m. Red Sox eight, Detroit two at the end of five. Baltimore three, Washington nothing at the end of seven. Chicago at LA hasn't started. Minnesota, Kansas City a doubleheader. Nothing, nothing at the end of one. The National League Phillies one, Cubs one at the end of four and a half. Pittsburgh three, Milwaukee one at the end of four. Cincinnati 2, the Cardinals nothing at the end of 5. L.A. and San Francisco just getting underway. Bobby Locke swings and misses a curveball, strike 1. Locke's been up once, bounce to the shortstop. Fastball is low. One one a lot. On deck, Johnny Temple. One one curve, low outside, ball two, two and one.
2-1 delivery. Eight. Well, look at the bat went into the seat. I don't know whether it hit anybody, but that bat went back at least seven or eight rows into the box seat in back of the Cleveland dugout. And it did not hit the seat. We could not hear any noise. It hit somebody. And I just hope it didn't hit them hard. It's very slippery up there at the place today. And the bat slipped out of Locke's hands. The policemen are there. It doesn't look like anyone was hurt. But I tell you, I've seen some bats thrown, but that one's a record. That bat went about the distance of home plate to second base. And they get the bat back. But I believe they should give him another bat. That's like a foul ball being hit into the stands. They're entitled to a souvenir, more so if you're hit by a bat than a baseball. I think they're looking for a bat that nobody uses too much and will give it to the fans. And that's what they're going to do. And they get a brand new bat. And they get applause, too. And a little youngster there. He may be bruised a little, but he's very happy. Nothing serious. Boy, everything's happening here today. 2-2 two, two count on Bobby Locke. Curve fouled off the screen. And that ball stuck underneath the screen. So we're not surprised at anything that happens from here on in. Still two and two with nobody out and nobody on in the top of the six, four side six six. Again, coach two two delivery. It hit his bat, goes fair down the first baseline. Scarin picks it up and tags Locke for the out. Locke was trying to get out of the way of the inside fastball, and the ball hit his bat, went right to the moose. That'll bring up Johnny Temple, doubled in the first inning and scored, struck out in the second, walked in the fourth. who was hit with the bat of hand and he's waving the bat up in the air. All right, here's the pitch to Temple. A foul back out of play in the upper deck. Strike one. It must be a frightening feeling to see a bat come sailing towards you. Don't know what to do. You can't catch it like a baseball. Strike curveball foul back in the lower deck. Nothing in two. Two strike pitch. High and tight, ball one. 
deck, Jimmy Pearsall. And if Coach should throw a little close to Pearsall, we'll see some fireworks. But he and Coach have tangled before. One ball, two strike curve is hit to right field. Roger Maris moves back a few steps under it and takes it. That's two away. And it'll bring up Pearsall, bounce to short, doubled and scored, and then hit into a double play. Digging a hole in the batter's box while Umont was trying to clean home plate. All right, here's the windup. Pitch to Pearsall, high inside, ball one, and Jimmy gives Pearsall the look and starts talking to him. It was really not that close. Pearsall seems to be closer to the plate than his normal stance. He's swinging the bat back and forth and talking to Coach at the same time. Nothing pitch. Curve over. Strike one, one on one. On deck, Tito Francona. Here's the one one pitch. Another curve. Foul back off the screen. One ball, two strikes. benches are picking their opponents in case of a free-for-all. They do that jokingly. That's Pomani looking over in the Yankee dugout. Here's the pitch. It's foul back in the upper deck. Count holds it two and two. Pretty good idea, though. If you think there's going to be a rule, Bob, pick out somebody you know is kind of friendly. Trouble is, in a fight, too many of the opponents would pick me. Good thing I could run. Tell you that. I still two and two on Pearsall. Two-two pitch. Wing and a miss. Strike three. He struck him out. And the Indians get down in order in the top of the sixth inning. Nothing across. At the end of five and a half, it's Cleveland six and the Yankees six. Mm-hmm. 
but dear must be icily light. Ooh, icily light. With true lager flavor, precisely right. Ooh, precisely right. Lively golden, crystally clear. The crisp refresher. Crisp refresher. Valentine, Valentine, dear. Pleasure is the purpose of the crisp refresher. Your first swallow and everyone to follow is light and crisp and golden. So pour pleasure. Pour today's Valentine. So clap your hands. by Jim Coates. Maybe followed by a little firework. Boyer popped to first base and struck out. Score still tied 6-6. Lock into the windup. Hits to Boyer. A foul... Just to our left out of play. Lock comes back with a curve that's fouled in back of the plate, picked up by Romano. Nothing in two. talking with first base umpire Joe Lincelotta. Two strike pitch just outside on the fastball. Ball one. Two-strike curveball is low inside, two and two. Two-two pitch is foul on the upper deck, down the left field line, kicks down the lower deck. Two and two on Boya. uniform is really soaked. It must be heavy out there. Now he wants a new baseball. Two-two pitch foul back in the upper deck out of play. 
Let's say on a day like this, a pitcher can lose easily 10 pounds and as much as 15 or 17. is a fly ball to short left field. Francona coming in, held back. Held going back. He's got it. A nice running play by Woody Held with his back to the plate. And over the shoulder grab, Francona could not have caught up to the ball. Fine play by Woody Held. And here's Jim Coates. Coming up to the plate. was called out on strikes in the fourth inning. One out, nobody on, and now Locke wants to talk with Romano. Coach talks with Frank Umont while they're huddling out on the mound. set to go. Here's the windup. Fastball right down the middle strike call. Coach leaned away from the pitch, kind of expecting an inside pitch. But he didn't get it. There's one almost hit him and he jumps out of the way and it rolls back to the screen. Gilmont looking at the ball, talking with Romano and warning Romano to warn his pitcher not to come too close to Mr. Coates. Just lock and throw hard. Bobby takes out a handkerchief, mops his hands and his brow. You can always claim that the ball slipped out of his fingers on a hot day like this. All right, here's the 1-1 pitch. A little bit low. Ball two, two and one. down the middle strike two and they're merely making a bucket hitter out of coach this time at that he's stepping right towards third base on every pitch can't say as I blame him the 2-2 pitch he swings and misses strike three at a low curve ball strikeout for Locke. It's two out. Here's Richardson, who's two for two. He walked, singled, and doubled. Bobby now batting 273. 6-6 six, six to score here in the bottom of the six.
Bounced to Richardson. A foul at the plate. Bounced on the ground. Bounced up and hit Richardson. One strike. Curve is popped into short left field. Francona makes the catch, and he almost lost that ball. You could see the sun glistening on his glasses as he went after it. He flinched a little at the end, but he caught it. So the Yankees go down in order in the bottom of the sixth. Nothing across, and at the end of six full innings, it's Cleveland six runs, ten hits, no errors. The Yankees six runs, eight hits, and no errors. As we take a look at the scoreboard, in the American League, at the end of six innings, it's Boston eight and Detroit three. Coplitz against Conley. Bruton home it for Detroit. Yastrzemski with one on for the Red Sox. Baltimore three, Washington nothing at the end of seven and a half. Clipstein replaced McLean. Estrada for Baltimore. Grant and Brooks Robinson home it for Baltimore. Chicago at L.A. hasn't started. Minnesota, Kansas City in the first of two. The A's won the Twins nothing at the end of two. Kralik against Bass. In the National League, Phillies won, Cubs won at the end of four and a half. Ferretti against Cardwell, Callison, Homer. Pittsburgh three, Milwaukee won at the end of five. Sturdivant against Spahn. Spahn going for number 307. Cincinnati five, and the Cardinals two at the end of six. Sadecki against Turkey. Post Homer in the sixth with two on. After Cardinals has tied the score in the top of the sixth with two runs, Post came back with a three-run homer. Los Angeles at San Francisco, Williams against Lowe's. Well, we're all set to go here in the top of the seventh of this tie ball game and ready to go. Carry the rest of the way, Mel Allen. Hello there, everybody. We're ready now for the seventh inning. With Tito Francona leading off for the Indians, Johnny Romano on deck, and Willie Kirkland to follow. Score tied 6 6. Jim Coates delivers. The pitch is in there for a call strike. Took a little off his fastball. Francona applied to right, single to right, and double to left. The numbers three, four, and five hitters in the order. First up. Coates in relief of Ford. Comes in now with another half-speed pitch, which is outside. Ball one. One and one. One ball, one strike. Jim into the windup. Around comes the right arm. The pitch fastball swung on, lifted up into the air, stumbled uh, in the Tiger series, but still made a spectacular catch. Scratched his arm. Place where Bob Serb hurt himself earlier in the year. It's a little dip out there, and you're running across a certain level of ground. That foot just doesn't uh, hit right. Johnny Romano swings at the first pitch, bounces it to short. Kubek up with it, throws on the first in time. Two away. Now Willie Kirkland comes up. Single to center, foul to the catcher, and grounded to first. Six power coming out on deck. Indian six, the Yankees six, it's the seventh inning. into the windup. In comes the pitch to the left-hand batter. It's over. Strike one. Nothing in one.
can't make a mistake with Willie. And the pitch. Over the outside corner, strike two. Open stance. Good, solid, full hitter with power. Six all, seventh inning. Now the two-strike pitch. Fastball misses. Low and away. One and two. One ball, two strikes. up, and the pitch is in there, caught track three, caught him looking, sides retired, no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on, and at the end of six and a half innings, Indian six, Yankees six, on a warm summer day, there are a few things more pleasant than a cold, golden glass of beer, especially when that beer is Valentine. every sip you take is pure pleasure. You see, pleasure is the purpose of the crisp refresher. And that's why over five million glasses of Valentine beer are enjoyed every day. Discover the crisp refresher yourself. Your very first swallow and each one to follow proves that a beer can be light and still give you all the lager beer flavor you want. This sunny, mellow flavor is what makes Valentine beer the crisp refresher. So, friends, if you drink beer for taste and refreshment and pleasure, then Valentine's the beer for you. Try it. See for yourself why Valentine is the most popular beer from Maine to Florida. Pour pleasure. Pour the crisp pressure. Real soon. In the last half of the seventh inning, Tony Kubek will be leading off, Roger Maris on deck, and Mickey Mantle to follow. late tuners in. The Indians scored two in the first off Ford and after the Yankees have knocked out Barry Latman with a six-run attack in the second, including a home run by Johnny Blanchard following Mantle's leadoff triple. The Indians knocked out Ford in the third and Vic Power hit a three-run homer off Colt to tie the score. Kubek grounded the second into a double play. Double to right and fly to left. Bobby Locke, who has been in there since the second inning with two outs and relief of Blantman, into the windup. The pitch is high and away. Ball one.
Morris just missed a homer. Rock won the third deck foul a little bit. Pitch is way high. Ball one. One ball, no strike. Bobby Locke with the wind-up, the pitch, and Maris swings and lifts a high, high pop. Foul. The big power comes in four, and he has it. Two down. Now coming up is Mickey Mantle, who tripled in the second inning and walked all in the same inning and then grounded the second in the fourth, batting 325. Indian six, Yankees six, seventh inning. Mantle wants uh, Frank Dumont to look the ball over. He leads it in the game. up and the pitch is high and away. Ball one. One ball, no strike. Bobby Locke ready. Two down, seventh inning, 6-6. Six, six. Into the windup and the pitch is high outside. Ball two, two nothing. up is high, ball three. Three nothing. Mantle looks at Cressetti's. He's got a green light. Guarantee you're not going to get one down the middle anyway. Three balls, no strike. Two out. Six, six, seven putting. Ready into the windup, and the three nothing pitch is high for ball four. Second time, Mantle's walk. Mickey gets to walk. His second of the game, and 118 the season. Now, Johnny Blanchard hit a home run in the second inning, slide to center all in the same inning. Struck out in the fifth after he, too, almost had a second home run. Barely foul in the upper deck. Six, six, seven, inning. Bobby Locke to the stretch. And time has been called. And somebody takes a swing at Pierce Hall. Two men take a swing at Pearsall, and he goes after them. And the police are after them. And the Indian Ball Club is after them. Two kids went out and took a swing at Pearsall, and the whole Indian Ball Club, and the police are out there, and they got them. Jimmy started to pound them, and they got them. 
Two ran out onto the field and suddenly started swinging. Jimmy dropped one, one after the other. And the Indian Ball Club got out there in a hurry. And a dozen or more police got right out there. And Mickey Mantle is one that's out there. Mickey went out too. And now the cops have uh, both of the offenders and uh, hustle them out of the ballpark. And Mantle was out there along with Cassetti. Well, it's been a wild day. 
just can't win but the players play their game. Here's Johnny Blanchard up two down, Mantle on first, and the pitch swung on, foul back upstairs, strike one, nothing in one. and over that incident. Why, I don't know. Why it happened. No balls, one strike. Bobby Locke ready. And the pitch. Way outside. Almost a wild pitch. One and one. One count on Blanchard. Boy, the stadium police move faster than ever. I mean, they just came out of everywhere. Throw to first, almost a wild one. Quick power jumped up to grab it. Mantle was standing on the bag. Six all, seventh inning with two outs. Bobby Locks ready, and the pitch swung on. There's the drive to deep right center. And that ball is going to be caught by Pearsall. It took a home run away from Blanchard. How about that? He leaped up and took a home run away. Listen to hand for Jimmy. For 1961. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, Albany, New York, your Yankee baseball station. The time, 29 minutes past 4 p.m. The Boston Red Sox leads the Detroit Tigers 8-4 at the end of six and a half innings. Baltimore 3, Washington nothing at the end of eight. Kansas City 1, Minnesota nothing, and it's 2 and a half. National League, Chicago 6, Philadelphia 1, end of 6. Pittsburgh 3, Milwaukee 1, end of 6. Cincinnati 5, St. Louis 2 at the end of 6 and a half. Los Angeles nothing, San Francisco batting in the first inning. Now to the 8th, 6 all, and the... 
Pick Power. Jim Coates with the wind-up, and the pitch is swung on line out into right center for a base hit. Maris takes it on a hop and tosses back into Richardson. Power, double to left, did a three-run homer off Coates in the third. Was hit by a pitch ball in the fifth. Opens the eighth with a single to right. That brings up Woody Held with Mike Delahose on deck. in relief of Whitey Ford. Checks the runner. Here's the pitch. And Held started to bunt and takes it for a strike. No balls, one strike. Boyer shortened up at third. Jim Coates tosses easily over to first. Time has been uh, called. Asked for by Held. Now he's back in. Coates again with a stretch. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. A switch. Two strikes. Coach ready. Now the pitch and it's outside. Ball one. One and two. A let up curve just off the plate. Two strikes. Power leading away and throw over. He's back. Jim Coates into the stretch. Here's the pitch. Swung on. That's a high pop-up out back of second. Richardson backs up. Still goes back under Dan Hassett. One down. And the batter's Mike Delahose. Line to center, single to center, and grounded to third into a double play. The Indian bullpen is busy, so is the Yankee bullpen. and powers back. The pitch is high for a ball. One ball, no strike. Inside, ball two. Two balls, no strike.
Do nothing, Sal. Bobby Locke, the next scheduled batter. Whether he bats or not may depend on what Delahose does. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate out of play. Two and one. strike. Six, six, eight innings. One on and one out for the Indians. Delahoe's the right-hand batter. Power moves off first. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a looping pop that will be taken by Maris in short right. Power retreats to first. Delahoe's lifts a pop-up in the very short right. And now we look toward the Indian uh, bench, and Bobby Locke is coming out. He has done a fine job in relief of Lantman. In fact, Locke has just given up two hits. Second inning with two outs, gave up one hit then and gave up one hit in the fourth, and that's all. Grounded to short and first. The delivery swung on and missed. Strike one. Johnny Temple is on deck. A 6 6 ball game as we played in the first of the eighth. Six power on first base. Stretched by Jim Coates. And the pitch. Swung on. Bounced over the head of the pitcher. Out over second. Into center for a base hit. And that's only Locke's fourth base hit of the season. It had three hits this season. He bounces one through the middle. And that may be a key base hit with Johnny Temple coming up. Temple. Double to right center, took a third strike, walked and flied to right. Runners on first and second, two down. The pitch to Temple, swung on, hit sharply to short. Two back up with it, flips on to Richardson to the fourth out at second, a block. The sides retired. No runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on. Stand at seven and a half innings. Cleveland six, New York six. The icily light. Ooh, icily light. With true lager flavor, precisely right. Ooh, precisely right. Lively golden, crystally clear. A crisp refresher. Crisp refresher. Valentine, Valentine, dear. 
pleasure is the purpose of the crisp refresher, your first swallow and everyone to follow is light and crisp and golden. So pour pleasure. Pour today's Valentine. Oh, clap your hands. Tap your feet. Snap your fingers. And ask the man for Valentine. The crisp refresher. Valentine, Valentine, America's finest. It's the last half, the eighth inning. Elston Howard, first up for New York. Bill Scarron on deck and Pete Boyer to follow. at 6-6, and if anyone just tuned in or just got in the car driving along, no M&M homers. Big power, hit a three-run homer. Johnny Blanchard hit a two-run homer. Elston Howard, nothing for three. Bobby Locke's delivery, low outside, ball one. Howard struck out, grounded to third and short, hitting 359. Latman and Ford were the starters. A right-hander into the windup, and the pitch is low again. Ball two, two and nothing. Now the two nothing pitch.
Bradley Locke into the stretch. And the pitch. High and inside. Ball one. Ellie has hit safely in his last eight games. Six all. Eighth inning. Locke throws a lot of sinkers. That's what he'd be going up there to Moose. He's ready. And the pitch is inside. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. And now out of the dugout comes Jimmy Dyke. He may figure, uh, we'll see what he figures. He may figure Bobby, who has uh, pitched uh, brilliantly on this hot day since the third inning with two outs. Second inning with two outs. Maybe tiring, but we'll see. He just signaled his bullpen uh, a little bit of goal to see if uh, whoever was warming up out there was ready. He got a signal back, so he's going to call someone in. Bobby Locke turned down a great job in relief.
will next be home the last week of the season for the Orioles and the Red Sox. lead the Tigers 8-4 in the seven innings, and Baltimore defeated Washington 3-2, saving off a center to ninth inning rally of two runs. All right, we're ready to continue. Frank Funk, who has a good assortment of fastballs, curveballs, change of pace, end of the stretch. the pitch. Swung on a high foul beyond first and the ball is going to be out of play. Two and one. There's a spot where a batter had his mind made up to be swinging. He figured with the count two and nothing the pitcher is going to have to get the ball in the strike zone. Two and one now. Hander into the stretch. Howard moves off first. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Crowded him with a fastball. Two balls, two strikes. Maybe he went to get uh, another bat. It's going to be Hector Lopez. I think uh, Ralph Howe quickly figured what could happen anyway. does nothing. If you put Bar- uh, Bear up with first base open at walking. So rather than just lose a man, sending up Hector Lopez to hit for Boyer.
strong call set. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate out of play. No balls, two strikes. One away in the eighth inning, six all. Second, one out. The right-hander to the stretch, and we're ready for the two-strike pitch. Here it is. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Hector Lopez strikes out. Now Bob Serb's going to come up and bat for Coach. Johnny Romano out to talk to Frank Funk. on deck. Elston Howard on second with two down in the eighth inning. The Cleveland right-hander set, checking the runner. And the pitch, sailing high inside for ball two. strike. Howard moves off second. Here's the pitch, and it's right over. Strike one, two and one. Ready for the two-one pitch to Big Bob. Here it is. Swung on, line to left field for base hit. Here comes Howard and comes on in to score on a single left by Bob Kerr. And Billy Gardner going to run for serve. Bob serve singles home Elston Howard to make it 7-6 New York. Serve's 34th run batted in. And Billy Gardner goes in the run for serve. 
Atchison steps up. Drew walks. Singles. Doubles and slide to left. Now the pitch. Swung on, popped up in the air behind the plate. Romano comes back towards the screen. It's out of play. And you know what? The ball just missed the screen, and Romano misjudged it. He, he gave up. He's thinking the ball going to land on the netting, and it just was inches short of it. One strike. Frank Funk into the stretch. The right-hander's pitch is swung on, bounced to short, held up with it, flips on the temple for the force out of Gardner. And the side is retired. One run. Two hits, no errors, and one left on. And Luis Arroyo is coming on to the bullpen. At the end of eight innings, New York seven runs, ten hits, no errors. Six left on. Cleveland six runs, twelve hits, no errors, and seven men left on base. Outdoors are in. Summertime's the time to work up the thirst. And when that happens, it's time for Valentine. Time to take along a six-pack of Valentine beer. You'll refresh with a crisp refresher. Arroyo coming on, and while he does, we look at the scoreboard. Tigers got another run in the eighth inning. And at the end of seven and a half, it's Boston eight, Detroit five. Cornelius for Conley in the eighth. Mossy Star for Detroit, Coplet and Saline relief. Homers, Bruton, and Yastrzemski. Baltimore beat Washington 3 to 2. Estrada beat McLean. Brant and Brooks Robinson home run. Angels won, the White Sox nothing. Then to the first inning, Spring against Pizarro. But in the second inning, Smith and Landis have homered for the White Sox to make it at least 2 to 1. Lee Thomas homered for the Angels in the first. Kansas City, five. Minnesota, nothing. End of four. Bass against Kralik. Daughter relieved Kralik in the third. National League, Chicago, six. Philadelphia, one. End of six. Cardwell started for the Cubs. Jolson Anderson relief in the seventh. Roberts for Philadelphia. Ferretti in the fifth. Callison and Demeter have homer. Demeter, a grand slammer in the seventh inning for the Phils. So it's at least now six, five. Pittsburgh three, Milwaukee two, end of seven. Sturdivant against Spahn. Spahn homered in the seventh. Cincinnati beats St. Louis five to two. Bob Perky beats Sadecki. Post homer with two on. And San Francisco leads Los Angeles two to nothing, end of two. Lowe's against Williams. Now to the ninth inning. Jimmy Pearsall leads off. Luis Arroyo to the windup and the pitch. Swung on, hits to short. Kubek's up with it. Throws on to Scarron, one away. Jimmy had had one for four, a double. 
And he took a two-run home run away from uh, Blanchard. Here's Tito Francona. He's had two for four. Arroyo making his 58th appearance. A record of 14-3. and three. Billy Gardner, of course, has taken over third base for Boyer. Tito in there for a strike. Johnny Romano on deck. Now the delivery. Curveball outside. Ball one, one and one. Jim Coates, whom Arroyo relieved, came on the third, nobody out. Hit six innings, allowed five hits. Was charged with one run, but one hit he gave up was a three-run homer. Two of the men put on by Ford. Next delivery. Outside. Ball two, two, and one. The two-one pitch. Way outside. Ball three. Green one. Now the delivery. Swung on and fouled back. Strike two. Full count. back out of play. Once again, the wind-up and the 3-2 pitch. Swung on, fouled off again out of play. Back to third in the upper deck. One out. Gardner guarding that third baseline. Kubek way over near a second. Once again, Louie goes to the windup. And the pitch. Swung on. It's a high pop into very short left. Kubek dancing out and makes the catch. So they're two away, and the batter, Johnny Romano, with Willie Kirkland on deck. Romano, single to left, single to center, struck out, grounded to short, driven in two runs. Hitting 299. the pitch on the way. Swung on. A high, high pop foul. Howard moving toward it. Under it and has it. And the ball game is over. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. And the Yankees win their 11th straight game. 
ahead 7-6. We'll have the totals in just a moment. 